Cross Choke, a TFL podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Anderson. Each week, I'm joined by the one and only Dakota Rytan. We have combined experience in MMA, music, ministry, and food. We hope we add value to your day. Now, enjoy the show. Jesus went to that cross and he took the stripes and he took the nails and he he bore all those things for us. Three days later, up from the grave, he arose. Three days later, he rose as King of Kings and as Lord of Lords. Yo, what's Yo. up? Yo, dude, that intro is so good. Thank you. I absolutely love it. I put in a good couple hours in that at least. Oh yeah, for sure. An expertise, bro. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, y'all. We're actually recording an evening tonight. Yeah. And we're a little off schedule. This is an extra episode, kind e- of. Extra, extra. Okay, my pop shield is like falling off of my mic. Oh, do you like that sound? Actually, yes. <laughs> Sounds like a really fat person just sat down on a leather couch. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's the chair. Kind of sounds like a dog that's really mad at you for taking a snack or something. Dakota, I'm kind of upset. Why? I'm kind of restless. I kind of want to kill somebody. You know? Like, <laughs> like jujitsu is that outlet. I don't want so to I be s- in an enclosed room with just the two of us anymore. <laughs> like, jujitsu is my outlet so I don't have to kill somebody. I kind of simulate killing somebody and then I, then I sleep well. That's what video games are for me. That's a great point. We've been playing Rocket League lately, though. Oh, we need to... Go back to some Rainbow Six. Yeah, kill some, kill some people. <laughs> that sounds so messed up. <laughs> yeah, just a good outlet. You know? <laughs> just real healthy. But it's been I've been kind of restless. You know, I've been cooped up a little bit. We haven't been training much. We've done a couple uh, couple sessions between our owners, you know, just kind of low-key. Well, now everybody knows. But, yeah, we've been kind of ke- catching up on a little bit of stuff. I've been watching a lot of jujitsu. I'm clacking. It was coffee, man. Um. <laughs> So caramel brulee latte at City Brew is really good, and I'm just slopping it over here, like it's in my jowls. You know, you try to get that flavor out. Wow, jowls, huh? Is that what they're like? You know, like a like a uh, Bulldog. bull, bulldogs jowls. <laughs> so anyways, you got some videos or something. So I've been watching a lot of online tutorials. Keenan Cornelius, I bought his lapel encyclopedia. It's called. It was on sale, and then Andre Galveo's, uh, or like, um, old school techniques for passing a modern guard. And then also got Bernardo Faria's um, passing, pressure passing thing. And so then, has it been helping you, like, as in you've been missing jujitsu, that's helping you do that? Or is it making bit. you antsy, like, oh, I really want to go try this stuff it's out? A, it's a double-edged sword here because yeah. it's both. So I've been, I, I've been taking notes as I've been watching. You know, trying to, like, have that be my happy medium between the feel of, like, trying the move mm-hmm. and not. But anyways, the other day we got together and uh, did some rounds and stuff. I was able to try some of the lapel stuff that Keenan does. And it was pretty cool. There you it's go. really good. Just the beginning concepts and stuff. But it's it's a totally different way to think. And he does a great job teaching. So that's been kind of helping me not want to kill somebody. I kind of know how you feel because today, well, my internet's been trash since everyone's been home during this quarantine stuff. So... I we put the whoa we boot 
we we bit the bullet and bought a new router. Um, but today I was just working trying to edit our company's website and I had to stand up and like take a breather because I swear I was going to punch the screen Ugh. on my computer because like I had worked for 45 minutes and then all of a sudden the internet like stopped no. and refreshed everything and I was like, no way. Ah! And I was like freaking out and yeah, it was mm. not a fun time. So I just like had to take a breather. Mm. That was good too. Was that that scream I heard up the street? Was that you? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> if you don't know, Zach and I live two blocks away from each other. Yeah, yeah. And not the hospital's right between us. I mean, perfect. Who doesn't want to live next to a hospital? Well, I guess right now it's kind of a weird time to live next to a hospital, but it's interesting seeing the helicopter fly in. Yeah, that's cool. You feel like the house shake. You know, <laughs> not, not really. You don't feel it <clears throat> when a helicopter's above you, man. It like shakes everything. You don't feel that? No. <laughs> you need to get your house checked out by an appraiser or something. Hmm. Our foundation. The other day you were in the house. You're like, nice foundation. I'm like, bro, you have no idea. This foundation is horrible. You're like, this is the only part that you see. Yeah. Yeah. Like out the backside, it's just a little rough. Living on the hill of Butte, Montana, it'll do that to you. This episode of Cross Choke is brought to you by Imperial Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Offering quality training with affordable payment plans and discounts for all military personnel, police officers, nurses, firemen, first responders, and college students, Imperial BJJ is a place to start your jiu-jitsu journey. With classes available from six years old to adult in a clean, modern facility, it's a place for the whole family to benefit together. Imperial BJJ, where beginners start every day. So welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of Cross Choke, a TFL ministry podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dakota, and I'm joined by the amazing Zach Anderson. Hey. This is kind of like episode 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 11 and a half. Or 11, 12. If... 11 and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I was going to say 12 and a half, and I'm like, what? That ain't right. <laughs> Got one big episode coming. <laughs> so, Zach, how has quarantine opened up your schedule recently? Dude, it's been good. Again, I want to kill somebody. Like like most people out there, I'm sure. You know, they just <laughs> lose That's just name. reassuring. <laughs> no, but we uh, – it's been good. It's been good. Overall, I've been trying to keep myself busy with things and that sort of deal. But, Dakota, you and I thought about making another little episode here, which is our only announcement, like, hey, we're here and you're already listening. So, But we wanted to make another episode since we know a lot of people might be home or hanging out, whatever. We wanted to make some content, hopefully, to brighten your day, to share – Maybe something positive from this, again, that you could kind of apply to your life. And that's that's it, bro. Mm-hmm. The unmasking. Do you ever wear masks on Halloween? Were you like that kind of person, or did you no. do like face paint? Uh, sometimes face paint. My mom would make me costumes, usually. Oh. Um, I was Clifford the Big Red Dog one year. <laughs> Uh, we did some lame puns, like we did smarty pants. Oh, you know, like put smarties. So smarties. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool though. Yeah, I did quarterback once, like did a huge quarter cutout and put it on my back. Oh, dude, I, I envisioned like a bunch of quarters like glued to your back. I'm like, man, how, <laughs> I'm just how many shirtless? Did, how, how many did you go to school with, and how many did you come back with? <laughs> um. So go- anyways, I wasn't much of a mask person. <laughs> okay. Were you? Were yeah. you the kid with, like, the scream mask that you squeezed blood into? No, stuff? I never got the blood one, but I do have a scream mask. 
then I had like a, a skeleton mask. I was like Spider Man. Uh, I was a cowboy before. I was real little. I never was really into Halloween. I am now. Now, I, now that you've grown up. Yeah, but I was. Well, for a while, my family was like against Halloween. Like, we mm. don't celebrate that. Oh, sure. But then, like, for we would dress up for school activities and stuff. Oh. But. Yeah. We would never like. Well, the other part of it is, I grew up in Detroit when I was a kid, and Halloween there is crazy. Like people will like light houses on fires and no. stuff. And so we weren't really allowed to go outside and trick or treat because mm. it was like dangerous. You yeah. might catch the coronavirus. You might get like lit on fire. And <laughs> I just see robbed. some guy across the street with like flaming arrows. <laughs> go, go! I think of like Molotovs. I mean, same. You but could be the guy. With you could look thoughts. it up, dude. It gets like scary serious. Over no, there. I bet. I bet. Regardless, Dakota, we're in a quarantine style thing, and I don't think this thing's ever going to end. Okay, it doesn't maybe. feel like it, it. Doesn't feel like it. And you know, like coronavirus cases are just keep rising more and more, especially as tests get available. You know, mm-hmm. people go in and get tested, whatever. But I've had some free time. I know you really haven't, though. No. You've been very busy. I've been busier than normal. I've been busier in some ways. It's just a different kind of busy. You know, not like my regular scheduled, you know, because like throughout the day, I have, I have so many different weird things between the church, between TFL, between mm-hmm. Imperial BJJ, regular life stuff, the Cross Show podcast. I mean, you know, usually I could schedule my week pretty good, but this has been thrown into a tornado. But we've been right. spending a lot of time, you and I, both with Journey Church and their um, live stream, that kind of thing. And trying to trying to get that better than it was, and mm-hmm. being able to make that more accessible to people and all of that. But on top of that, there's been like this weird period of time during the day where I have nothing to do. Now you've been packing, right? Oh, I've been packing a lot because you're moving back to Detroit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you have your Molotovs uh, put together? <laughs> They're already packed and ready to go. <laughs> They're already. Re- all you need to do is light them. <laughs> They're like that ready. <laughs> Home out of the case, and we're good to go. But you are a homeowner. Yeah, well, almost. Well, pretty close. We're like 90% there. Mm. Yeah, just waiting for a closing date pretty much. So Seems like such an adult thing. It really does. I was telling Abby, like, it's weird because we had Nora, um, and I was 21 when she was born. And I definitely feel like a dad, no doubt about that. But... I'm still, like, the same goofy person I was before she was born. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm going to be owning a home, it's different. I don't know why or how, but it's like, I need to step it up and, like, get your save new, money. And get your take, new balance shoes. Get, get my sneakers out and mow the lawn. <laughs> In my, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. In your uh, denim shorts. <laughs> denim jean shorts and knee-high white socks. Hey, do you want to come over for a barbecue, and boys? That nasty dad hat. Yeah. You just wait. Summer's right around the corner, man. <laughs> uh, so you've been doing that. I've been trying to exercise more. You know, I haven't had the evenings with jujitsu, so I've been doing like our jujitsu warm ups, things like that. Um, we have a tanning bed at my house. I've been hitting the hitting the tanning bed. <laughs> That's what I'm talking you know? about. Dude, your house is ready for the quarantine. Bro. Yeah, I'm like, man, let's go downstairs. Like, You're I'm good fine. To go. We got a big old TV downstairs with <laughs> a treadmill, 
mats and a, a punching bag. Mm-hmm. Tanning bed. You're set. Garage door. See, my <laughs> apartment, I don't got nothing. I got a TV. That's, I mean, I got what more some, you need? Some though? books. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> That's true. So, we've been playing Rocket League, mm-hmm. you know, been playing that. Yeah, I've been gaming a lot. Yeah, but yeah, that's been... No that, more than usual for not, me. Nah, <laughs> that's, that's true. But on top of that, Dakota, with this extra time, I've been trying to make the most of it to read more, spend time with God, that kind of thing. So it's not just like playtime. You know, I'm like, okay, let's, let's see if we can make that's the most good. of this time a little bit, you know. So I've been spending a little bit longer extents of time with God, you know, rather than like a 15-minute chunk and then I'm on the day, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit later, which... Felt like it was working, and it probably was working for that season. It's not like I was like away from God, you know, kind of like, kind of thing. But with this longer period of time, with like no agenda, you know, like no agenda going to God, yeah, I've kind of found that I'm shallow in areas of my life with God where I thought I wasn't. Hmm. You know, like like downtime has made me realize how often I cover up the weak areas of my life with business or the next thing, and like, maybe I'm not the only person figuring this out during this time. Sure. I don't know. Like, maybe somebody else is, too. But, I don't know. Can you relate to that at all during Absolutely. this time? Or even, or even just in general. I like, mean, right now, since I'm busier than ever, like, I'm just trying to fit that time into my schedule. Mm-hmm. But I, I try to be always in prayer, like, no matter what I'm doing. Like, if I'm working, I'm going like, to try to pray while I work, while mm-hmm. I do whatever like always be in worship no matter what I'm doing. That's just a goal I try to set for myself. But right now, because even though I'm working from home, it's like I'm busier than ever. And mm-hmm. like even when I'm working, um, I'm like helping out with Nora or helping her out on the house instead of like just going to work and then coming home and chilling. Have you been able to be pretty productive with work at home? Yeah, but the internet's been oh, right. really throwing me off. But other than that, I've been really productive. I've been training a new employee and like getting a bunch of stuff caught up on that we haven't had a chance to. So that's been really healthy. Do you think sometimes we can cover up our shallowness with God with busyness? Oh, absolutely. Like, And I, I feel like that's an American thing. But sure. I, I don't think it's just exclusive. <laughs> I think even outside of Christianity, we can, like, devalue important parts of our lives, like mm. family time. Like, I know a lot of people that have said since the quarantine, they've been able to prioritize, like, a family meal mm. or multiple meals with their family that they haven't been able to do before. Yeah. And some, like, fathers maybe who have made work their identity yeah. now aren't at work and are finally home. Mm-hmm. That's got to be tough, you know. If, or if, really if you, cool. Really cool or tough. But if, like, work is that guy's identity, mm-hmm. you know. And for a lot of, of men, work is their escape or women. Sure. You know, from family junk, you know, healthy or not. Mm-hmm. And now they're stuck at home, you know, whether it's a relationship with a spouse or your kids or even God in this instance that we're going to kind of talk about more so, it's. I think it's easy to cover up the junk in our lives and not deal with it and just cover it up with busyness mm-hmm. and just assume everything's fine. So the question that we want to ask is, do you fear alone time with God? 
you know, not just Bible reading or devotional time, but true silence, mm-hmm. you know, un, uninterrupted alone time with God, no agenda, vulnerable moments with God where he has complete permission to do whatever he wants to do in you. Do we fear that in, in general or like an underlying insecurity in your life? You know, we can sometimes assume we have spiritual depth with God, but you know what they say about assuming, Dakota? It costs time. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what they say. It costs time. Because if you assume something is the way it should be, or if you assume something is correct in, in some way and you find out it isn't, you lo- then you have to backtrack and, and correct that thing or make it right or spend time re-clarifying, you know, whether you have an assumption on somebody else or an assumption in your own life. You know, because, like, let's say you assume your life is in a healthy position with God. Okay. And you live that way for maybe a month or even years. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere down the road, let's take this coronavirus, for example. Sure. And all of a sudden you have all this downtime and alone time with the voices in your head. And you realize, man, I've been living my life thinking I'm fine and covering it up with whatever, whether consciously Mm -hmm. or not. And find and come to find out that your life isn't at where it could have been if you would have continued to be vulnerable with God when you were. Yeah. And we kind of get to a contentment, which isn't healthy, and then we live that way for so long. And that's why God, like we talked about suffering last week, sometimes mm-hmm. God will allow a, something really horrible to happen to you so you're like waking up to the reality that you're not where you should be in your walk with Him. Right. All because I feel that we really can fear alone time with God. So, with this whole idea in here, when the curtain is pulled back, how much of your life is God allowed into? Mm -hmm. When the storms come and and, and the tests of faith come your way, are you rooted well enough to thrive? So that's going to be kind of the the kicker offer of our, our discussion. And where we go? Well, I think being alone period is devastating for a lot of people like they can't fathom that aloneness for instance when i was growing up um every time i went to sleep i had to have music playing had to have headphones in Mm. i could not fall asleep knowing that it was silent all around me i couldn't handle it and so i had to have like a fan going or music playing something to distract me because i literally couldn't handle it now God's definitely worked through that and given me a sense of security, knowing that I'm never alone because he's there. But that was something that I had to work through. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people that have that underlying fear of just being alone in general. Mm. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, because feeling, feeling stuff with sound and and you're Mm -hmm. never alone with yourself or in your mind. Yeah. Like I used to be that way, but I found myself not liking it because I knew I was covering something up. You know, not that I still don't cover stuff up, (laughs) you know, but in my life, I know like there was a time when I didn't want to hear what God had to say. Mm -hmm. So I would just fill my time with something else to where I knew I wouldn't necessarily hear God completely, Mm -hmm. but only like what I wanted to. And yeah, that's, that's an interesting point that you, that you bring up because our, our nearness to God is the key to success is, is the, the, the grasping of life and life to the fullest, you know, it's, it's living the life that he died for us to live, you know, like that's, that's found in this nearness or in this relationship with God, like our relationship with God is everything. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I found in my life, I'm currently, I have a couple of, of coaches in my life, like ministerial coaches. You know, not just BJJ. Sure. But like in ministry or in life, like I have like a, what I would consider a life coach um, and then more of like a ministerial coach. And both of them I met with in this, this last week. And one of them has me going through the five-fold method of what TFL is, you know, proclaim, invest, plant, <laughs> pre-source, pray. Pre-source. <laughs> pre-source. Uh, proclaim, invest, plant, resource, and pray. So um, if you um, want to go back and listen to that episode to understand what we're talking about, what is a cross choke, yeah. we talked about TFL and all that stuff. But anyhow, one of these mentors I was, I'm going through that MOU with, and he has me going through the five-fold method of TFL and really having me be introspective on them and applying them to my own life. There you go. So I am truly living out what I'm preaching, but I'm also it, – it's going both ways. So I'm making sense sure. of it in my own life and kind of reevaluating them. So anyhow, I've been going through Proclaim. That was like our homework last time. And then, then I'll go through Invest or whatever, and we'll meet and talk about it. What I ask myself is, what am I proclaiming? What is my life proclaiming? Not what is TFL proclaiming, but what mm -hmm. am I saying with my own life? And what I wrote down after thinking about it, praying through it, looking through things, I'm like, okay, what's a simple way to say what I want to say? But what I want my life to proclaim is that Jesus is worthy to receive the reward of his suffering. So I know it's kind of long and deep, not really long, but like yeah. Jesus is worthy to receive the reward of his suffering. Now, what is that reward? And that's what him and I talked about. And I found through this discussion just this week, last week, that I tend to lean more towards what I could do for God for him to receive hmm. glory. You know, like what can I do for God, you know? Wow. But that's not where God is, is glorified. Yeah. You know, of course we do things for God. We live for him. We give him our lives, that kind of thing. But we do that through a relationship. A relationship with God is his reward mm -hmm. because it's it's like a very personal and loving relationship. The reason why we are made is to be in relation to God. Mm -hmm. You know, that was from the very beginning. And then sin entered the world. The separation came. The entire arc of the Bible is God wanting a relationship with his people. Yeah. Now, with that in mind, why would we fear that relationship with God? Right. So here's kind of going piggybacking off what we just spoke about a little bit too. I feel like a key component in relationships can be awkwardness. Mm -hmm. Like when you're first like meeting someone, mm -hmm. right? It's it's all lovey-dovey honeymoon style. Mm -hmm. But then like after a couple of years of marriage, like things start to get like awkward again. Cuz like it's kind of awkward at the beginning mm -hmm. and then you get in the honeymoon, awkward again. So I had one pastor tell me, like, speaking along with, like, church services and outreaches and stuff, he says that God works specifically in awkwardness, mm -hmm. through and in awkwardness. Like, whenever there's an awkward moment, don't shy away from it. Just embrace mm -hmm. it and, like, let God use it. And so I think a lot of times when we're alone, it's that awkwardness, like, where we don't want that quietness. We don't want to focus on what's wrong um, just like in a relationship, we don't want to focus on the negative stuff to make it better. Mm. We just want to like play music and go along with it. Yeah, that's a, yeah. You know? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And embracing the awkwardness. Yeah. Like, God is so big. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's frustrating because we don't understand him. 
but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't embrace that or yeah. st- or, or or like go through the struggle to understand. Yeah, absolutely. More. Because like say with you and your wife, like you know, if you don't understand something, you know, it's I'm not in a relationship, but it's, <laughs> I know I've been in a few that haven't been good either. But um, <laughs> it's easy to gloss over something. Yeah, and just keep exactly. Going. Rather than like, like, let's just forget about that. And yeah, yeah. And instead then, of like, let's slow down right. and take a moment to look at what's really going on mm. and evaluate it. I've read a lot of books, though. <laughs> Dr. Zach Anderson. So anybody. I'm more book smart on on relationship stuff. And with ministry, I'm more practical. Oh, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of ministers who are book smart with ministry and not practical or like street smart with ministry. I feel like I'm more of the street smart way. Not that I have anything figured out by any means. Is there a third category of just like neither? That's Hmm. where I feel like I am. (laughs) Book smart. Not not book smart, not street smart. Exactly. Just Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. In a relationship, the, the nearness and vulnerability and openness with whoever you're with, whether it be romantic or a friend or some, some relationship that you want to get better. It, it demands vulnerability. I mean, there's so much. We could talk about that for a mm-hmm. lot, long time. Um, but 100% and 100%. You know, a lot of times I think we think of relationships as being like 50-50. But instead, it's, it's a 101 and 101. Exactly. And that's because when we're now putting this towards our relationship with God, sure. God is giving 150%. I mean, just so much, right? And I think that's what we need to focus on during this time of quarantine. Like... Let's slow down. Let's take a step and not just gloss over everything with busyness, with all the junk going on that we normally do in our daily routine. But let's slow down and evaluate what's actually going on in our lives. Yeah. And if you aren't used to doing that, now's a great time to start. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know where to start, we could talk about that too. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we've spent time on that on on previous podcasts about like where to start in your relationship with God. Yeah. Be open to him, you know, read your Bible, um, ask friends, be around other people right now digitally. Um, <laughs> you know, that kind of <laughs> right. So I wanted to read this verse talking about when God is correcting us, you know, because sometimes we could fear that, you know, the fact that God is going to point out the crap in your life, which he wants to. What did you just say? <laughs> crap, crap, crap. <laughs> Alex will appreciate that. <laughs> but Hebrews 12, 10 through 13. For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how, but God's discipline is always good for us, so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so those who are weak and lame will not fall and instead become strong. What's the main point of this bad boy right here? What I mainly remember is weak knees. <laughs> Isn't there like, did she make you weak at the knees? And that's supposed to be like like butterflies, but like, oh. Is there a saying like that? You're a dad. You should know. I have no idea. Dang. Where's Neil? Neil, Neil's been busting out some like, okay, Neil's <laughs> one of our friends. He's like our kind of sound technician. I don't know. He's like, he does so much for Journey Church. But uh, he's been busting out these old sayings. Bees at bee knee, bees knees. You got the bees knees. Is that it? I don't know. Anyways, now <laughs> you sound old. Hey, you ever heard that saying? Uh, what was it, Merrill? I can't remember. Oh, Gertrude, <laughs> bring it back up, would you? 
but anyhow, that God, God's desire for you is this peaceful harvest of righteousness in your life. He sees this, this beautiful person, right? Whether it's, I mean, no, no matter where you are, whether you know God or not, God sees what you can be. He also mm-hmm. sees where you are. He sees where you've been. And he loves you no matter where you were in that spectrum, your past or where you're going or who you are today. In that idea is he has the right idea for your life, just like a, you do for Nora. Mm-hmm. Your interest and your investment in her and your, um, your, your ability to father her is all for her best interest. You know, allowing her to make her own decisions when she needs to, but she's kind of a baby right now, so you got to love her and guide her. But, like, that's how God treats us, right? Whether right, exactly. We're a, whether we're a baby in our faith or an adolescent or an adult. But he doesn't see us as that baby is the thing. Yes. I mean, he does, but he doesn't. How, what does he see us as? Well, he sees that end goal. Like, mm-hmm. this is my child. Mm-hmm. And, like, I see the amazing things that they're going to do and be. And I see them at their best capacity. And in order to get to that best capacity, sometimes you need discipline. Mm-hmm. Just like the other day when I was at your house and Nora kept wanting to pull that sticker off. Dude, she loves touching the heater. That's <laughs> the main issue. Like, I could care less about the sticker, but... It's like she'll get burned if she touches that. So we have to give her a little smack on the hand and say, no. I watched Dakota about six or seven times grab his little baby's wrist and just give it a whoosh, little slap. And then Nora would go right back to the same exact activity. And you know what? On that eighth time, she didn't go back to the heater. <laughs> and that's what God wants to do with us, man, right? We keep wanting to go to the heater, and then he gives a little slap. <laughs> And then, nope, we right immediately turn back towards it. <laughs> Until finally, right, one of these times, Nora will probably burn herself on it. Hopefully not. but Probably. That's how you learn. But then, learn it that way. I was talking with a friend of mine saying, why do I got to learn stuff the hard way every time? That's the only way, man. Well, why can't I learn from somebody else's mistakes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, if it's bad enough, you usually do, you know. I don't know, man. Like, I really want to say I can. You know, but again, you, it doesn't mean as much to me unless I screw up the same way. Yeah. And then I, then I realize it. But, like, why can't we listen to people who have done it and are like, hey, don't do this. Watch out, you know. And they're like, ah, <laughs> you messed up. I, I won't. Like, why can't we? What's wrong with that? Oh, yeah. Ah, anyways. Flashlight to our soul. That's, I think, sometimes. Sounds like a nice pop song. I was going to try to think of something to sing, but I have nothing. Go right ahead, man. No, we're good. (laughs) I'll spare everyone. (laughs) Uh, Flashlight to our soul, but from a loving father who sees the end result. And that's it, man. Like, God knows. So don't don't be afraid to let him in. You know, don't be afraid to, to have that awkwardness with him. It's okay. It's it's Of course, it's this big God who created everything, and there's sin, and there's hell, and there's heaven. But he's not that all the time although he is but mm-hmm. we can't forget that he's he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother yeah. he loves you he I cares father yeah and mm-hmm. and we don't see him in that light all the time because i think we fear alone time with god because again we're thinking of the wrong god yeah we don't know him because it's just a endless loop mm-hmm. we don't know him because we're afraid we're afraid because we don't know him yeah wow right put that on a shirt <laughs> Yeah, and I think here's one other aspect of this from my own life is sometimes I don't.
don't necessarily fear alone time with God, but I think I don't need it because I've already made it so far and made it through things that I could just coast and keep picking at God as if he were like a little cherry tree, you know, all the while he has and I think, something else for me. I think you can is the problem. Yeah. Like you will still go to heaven and you'll die a Christian. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you won't enjoy earth, your time on earth like you should. Mm-hmm. Like you won't enjoy it worshiping God and having that personal relationship. Right. Right. You know? So there is a level of that. I think it's intentionality, you know, intentionality and, and purpose driven life. <laughs> That's another book. But, um, you know, because I think there's 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 the, the negative side of that would be that I'm not focusing on God enough to grow in my relationship rather than maintaining it. Yeah. You know, but there is that aspect of not every day is going to be a mountaintop experience with God. Sure. But yet I still need to make sure that I'm allowing him to shine that flashlight deep mm-hmm. into my heart mm-hmm. every moment of every day rather than gloss it over. Because I think if there's a period of time with you just being a cherry picker that you will get calloused and ignore what God might have in store for you if you were to actually stop. Yeah. So I think those reset moments in our walk with God, you know, should be almost every day, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, I don't know. I don't want to waste time with my relationship with God. You know what I mean? Because I think sometimes here's one, here's one example. Here's a rant. Um, We'll have to reel it back after this one (laughs) is, is I think we waste a lot of time asking God stupid questions. For example, okay. If you're asking God this, I'm sorry. But what does what does Randy always say? Put your toes in the aisle. I'm gonna stomp on them. <laughs> God, what is your will for my wife? Okay, it's a great question, but if you ask it every day for years, that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I understand if you want to know specifics. Yeah, but you don't need to. Like. If you are always circling these little questions that are holding you back from moving forward in your walk with God, that's counterproductive. Because want to know God's will for your life? Read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Make disciples. Love God. Love people. I mean, there you go. That's your, that's your <laughs> you know, trust God, do good. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your understanding, and all, his ways, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will show you which path to take. That's an everyday thing. You know what I mean? Keep going forward. If you're mm-hmm. a laundry mat person who's working there day in, day night, <laughs> honor God. Love people there. Like, make disciples, you know? Share. So, anyways, I believe that in our walk with God, in our relationship with God, that's just one example. But I think we could waste a lot of time circling these things and never moving forward in our relationship sure. with God. That was for free. <laughs> I mean, it cost me a couple minutes. But. <laughs> You'll never get those minutes back. <laughs> Come on, got me a morning. Yeah. <laughs> From Mark Batterson, uh, there's a daily devotional that um, he'll email you if you sign up for. I don't even know how I get it. All of a sudden, I just saw it in my inbox and my email. I checked my email like twice I gave a him week. your email. Oh, thanks, man. Good, yeah. good friend of mine, Mark. I'm just kidding. I've never <laughs> met him. I have a couple of his books, so he's a great, art, great artist. He's a word. He's a great word artist. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> um, this is from one yesterday, actually. 
he was talking about faith and how we need to, in order to learn some things, we need to unlearn other things. And so he says this, faith is unlearning the senseless worries and misguided beliefs that keep us captive. It is far more complex than simply modifying behavior. Faith is rewiring the human brain. That is what we do when we study scripture. We are literally upgrading our minds by downloading the mind of Christ. And he, he was talking about Romans 12 too, which says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Unlearning to learn. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is the, the steady thing that I'm trying to shoot for here in the, the walk where we're cherry picking. Yeah, the yeah. cherries are still good, but I can't live off of the God of the but that's behind me and just keep coasting. And that's, I think, the, the main idea. Of can't, course, we can maintain. You can't keep eating baby food. Ah, uh, you ever had baby food? So it's, here's a great example. Nora's about done drinking formula. She's almost a year. She's almost 11 months. So we're trying to, like, give her more and more adult food, you know. And so yesterday, out we gave her some pasta. Mm. And she did not like pasta. Mm. I love pasta. But we gave her a banana, and she loved the banana. But banana is like baby food, man. It's sweet, easy to chew. Pasta is a little more mature. So it's kind of like that. Like, we need the more mature food if we're going to keep growing and need more nutrients and stuff. We can't just keep eating bananas. Here's a fun fact about bananas. Did Okay, you know what they use to kill people like on death row, right? Um, it's a bunch of potassium. potassium. Yeah. So you can eat enough bananas to kill yourself, hmm. but not really, but you can, but you can't. I bet I could do the it's same like thing with donuts. Five. <laughs> you probably be easier. It's like 500 <laughs> bananas that they're injecting into you. Like the equivalent of. Yeah. Hmm. But I, that would be in one sitting. Like, I th- it's just physically impossible to eat 500 bananas in one sitting. So, Did you ever watch Rob and Big? Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen some episodes. Yeah, Rob Dyrdek and, I don't know, Big Black. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> big Black. That's, I don't know. What did we say last episode? I, oh, uh, Big – oh, what did we say? I forget now. Big Black Car. I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> um, man, we have a great memory, let don't us, we? Let us know. We can't remember. I can't remember. It'll come to me eventually. Anyways, uh, they had an episode where they were just trying to break a bunch of Guinness World Records. Okay. And one of them was like um, eating however many bananas in 10 minutes. And the, the, the record is like three. Like you can't physically eat more than three bananas at a time. Wow. Like something like that. And so, uh, so Big, uh, he was like, oh, I could beat that. You know, no problem. He could, I, th- I think he got four or something. Not not a bunch more. Like, he barely broke it, but he did. So wow. that's kind of another little thing we could reel back in here. We should beat a Guinness World Record. There's got to be something out there we could do good. Uh, I mean. Toothpicks in the beard. All right. Could do that one. How many hairs can I pluck out of your head in a minute, one at a time? Ouch. <laughs> I would not like that. <laughs> Just tweezers. <laughs> Some random thing. I'll be thinking about it. I can't get a haircut right now because the barber shop is closed. Mm. I'll do it for you. You can get a haircut like mine. 
I'd rather die. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just slap a one on there, man. <laughs> Dakota, what do we do now? In the grand scheme of things with our relationship with we the Lord. We invest. We pre-source. You pray? We do pray. I mean, I think that's your answer right there. Right now, in the terms of what we've been speaking about, I think we just need to realign. Like, go to the chiropractor spiritually. I went there today. If you believe in that. Oh, is he still open? Uh-huh. Good for him. A little awkward, but it was good. Like, wore gloves and stuff? No, he was he, he was fine. He was like, ah, how you doing? Give me a big slap on the mouth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, it took forever though, because he was the only one there, like his little nurses or whatever you call chiropractor helpers. Um, they feel I don't think they're nurses. I know, whatever. I mean, helpers. <laughs> what do you call them? I don't know. Assistants. That's there. there go. You That's go. better. So his assistants weren't in, and they they're usually the ones like get you in the room, slap those little electro pads on you, and give you a hot blanket or something. And then then this he sounds comes. really weird and torturous. <laughs> My chiropractor is not like that. Yeah, I've heard so. There's chiropractors are so different depending upon which one you go to. Also, if your chiropractor has nurses around, <laughs> I would be kind of concerned. Oh, anyways, I went there today, and yeah, he didn't have any helpers, so it took a long time, but it was still good. So we need to do that spiritually. Put the electro pads on, get the heat blanket on, and just focus. Yes. Open up to the Lord. You know, as, as we said before, uh, I wanted to read Psalm 139, uh, 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me down the path of everlasting life. If we could summarize everything that we're trying to say, it's in those verses. Just have an open mind. God, I'm yours. Search my heart. You have complete permission to, to do whatever you want to do in me. So spend time with him. Record your thoughts and prayers in a journal. I do that a ton. I need to write down all the time. And... Um, man, just, yeah, know that God wants and has what's best for you. And his name is John C. Downfield, 23.5, by Levi Parker and John Keith. So Levi Parker just dropped this album last week, and it is fire. Uh, he's really not super big. He's a rapper. Um, John Keith's up there. I mean, he's the man. He's been popping out like a record every three months pretty much and tons of features so john key's featured on this song um it's super dope super hype uh it has some really like dirty vocals like it's intense so anyways use this song as your walkout song it will get the crowd hype as all get out um the chorus zach pointed out it's kind of weird has a lot of heavy breathing that i didn't realize but his flow is dope and the beat is killer. Oh, y'all must think I'm scared. It don't take a lot to push. You ain't got a double dare. I be eating at the table with my enemies right there. John, they don't like your style. <laughs> Ask me if I care. Boy, I've been in that corner, no sweater. I'm like, why would time just keep better? I'm like, dynamite when I get better. Oh, I'm cheesing, I don't need no cheddar. Call me Bruce Lee, hockey gang. Put some respect on my name. Yeah, I'm Godson, no, no shame. You can't rock me, I feel like Dwayne. Live streaming, I'm sure you've seen a lot of it in Zoom. I've never heard of Zoom prior to this quarantine stuff. I have. I mean, and I've, but I've, I've it was years ago. Really? Is it that old? Oh, yeah. 
I guess I'm so like like used to the Apple um, ecosystem or like Skype, like FaceTime and Skype. Like that's I've heard like GoToMeeting.com. That was kind of lame. I haven't heard of that one. But yeah, like I heard of Zoom prior. You know, when we we're talking about all this stuff, what we're gonna do as a church, and I've heard of it every day and since, <laughs> and I see it all over. So, anyways, if you're on social media at all, I'm sure you've seen some form of business or church or somebody trying to reach out and do things online. Mm-hmm. Now. Journey Church, a uh, church that we're really associated with, has services on Sunday. Wanted to make that available to you if you don't have a church to um, join us on our stream. You're more than welcome to. Sundays at um, 1045 is when service starts. But also we have Easter coming up on April 12th. That is going to be a big day for the church, a big day for churches everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, a kind of a chance for everybody just to look at who Jesus is, what he's, what he's done, and a chance to preach the gospel. So on YouTube and Facebook, Journey Church Butte is going to be streaming uh, starting at 10.30. Wanted to make sure that you were invited. The source of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Jesus Christ. All right, our verse of the week uh, stems from our walkout song of the week, actually. Um, the song's titled uh, 23.5, which is from Psalms 23.5 that says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. I think that's a great scripture for this time, too. I mean, God has a table set up for us. Um, He knows what's going on, and he's prepared to, like, keep us safe and keep us in communication and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Relationship with him. There you go. During this time. Yeah, no matter. I mean, COVID 19's right there at the table, but you are there <laughs> eating with the Lord. I could preach right now. Do I'll it. go off. And when you look into it, you got to look into it. Look uh, into it. I'm when you look into, into it. it. Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. So, again, book smart over here, Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> you read so many books. Yeah. I yeah. do not read a lot of books. Um, a lot of comic books I mm. read, which I always forget about you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I do though. Like, was it today? You forget about me? No, no. I always forget that about you. <laughs> That's what you meant to say. Oh, did I say that I forget about? <laughs> Feel so loved. Sorry, I forget that you read comic books. It's cool though. Thanks, man. But anyhow, yeah, I do read a lot of books, uh, and I just like that helps me understand and try to be smarter and articulate my words better. And just know, I just want to know more. Like, that's my desire, is to be a good student of life, basically. But anyways, Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. Um, he's basically talking about, like, what if God designed marriage to make us holy more than make us happy? Mm. It's a really, really interesting topic, and it's a really easy read. But, it, you know, this whole idea, like, that marriage is designed to help you know God better. That's kind of his main point of this book. And to trust in him more, to love him more intimately. And that's what you and your 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 uh, partner are supposed to do with one another is to help each other grow in the Lord. And that's kind of the whole idea behind this book. But he that's talks, good. I mean, everything about it. So, yeah, Sacred Marriage, Gary Thomas. I'm surprised it wasn't a Mark Batterson book. We have, we've, I've, I've been hitting Mark Batterson pretty hard. Oh, so. okay, okay. I did look at one, Draw the Circle. It's another good one. In a, in a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day. It's another really good one. Oh, The Circle? I've, I saw that on Netflix. <laughs> I don't have Netflix. Are you serious? Hmm? 
What have you been doing during the quarantine? Oh, no, I'm just, just want to restart the podcast right <laughs> now. <laughs> I've been tanning. I've been watching jujitsu videos. <laughs> My tea's done. Oh, nice. I haven't heard that joke in a while. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> That's because you haven't been laughing like that anymore. You've been laughing like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, you reenact my laugh well. <laughs> Sounds like an old Santa Claus truck driver. <laughs> Sounds like a hurt penguin. <laughs> you know, like the old Batman penguin. Uh, who's that? Who is that? Danny actor? DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's a creepy penguin in that movie. <laughs> Dude, he's Super like weird. Sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. And then he's like, he like bleeds black. Like, yeah, that's super gross. weird. As a kid, when you watch that, like like that, you it's don't, you, scary. You don't get rid of that image. Nope. Like you, you're gonna I die with that. I remember him eating the fish. Yeah, it's like, the little minnows or whatever, like the little uh, scallop thing. <sighs> Anyways, go. That's that's your movie of the week. <laughs> movie of the week. <laughs> I should start implementing that. I want you to locate all the times that God speaks to you through this movie. <laughs> How can you Jesus juke people? You ever ever told me about Jesus juking? Some ministers do it so well they don't even know they do it. But I can't once you once you have it in your mind, you know they'll be telling an illustration or something, and out of left field they'll just be like, and that's what Jesus does. <laughs> you know I try not to be that guy, but I'm like, that guy. <laughs> talk about something totally irrelevant and be able just to you know that's hit a, me hit a Jesus juke and be like now like hey man do you know where my keys are? The only keys you need to be concerned with are the keys to heaven. Like, <laughs> Okay, that's that's the guy that's too saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Kreese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you say it, right? I think Christ, Kreese, Christ. Don't use the Lord's name in vain like that, Zach. Huh. Anyways, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us today. Hopefully this podcast said something to you today. Zach's been itching to do a bonus episode since oh, he wants to go crazy and punch a wall. Mm, no, punch a person. Oh, yeah, punch a person. <laughs> <laughs> Make it very clear. Yeah, yeah. Kill someone. So, yeah, let this episode resonate with you and uh, and let it impact you uh, these next couple weeks because we may be quarantined for much longer than we think. And we may need to turn this into just a, a permanent lifestyle, at least for just a, a few months. So, But don't let this time of reevaluation and time of seeking after God just be for these few weeks. Let it continue in you. It's like, just take this time to set good habits and so that you can continue to grow in God when we're back to normal. Mm-hmm. Whenever that is. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Thank you so much for listening to season two of Cross Choke. It was a blast creating this episode, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Submit any fun questions, inquisitive comments, serious requests, or hilarious stories to tflministries.com slash podcast. Feel free to follow Zach at Andobute and myself at South Friday. Have an amazing day, and join us next time on Cross Choke. Was Clifford the big red note? What? Big, <laughs> big red, red nose. Red nose. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amen.